Welcome back to Running Back Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus DeWall, along with my co-host, Jonathan Hall. What's up, guys? And today we have the one and only, hailing from the Bay Area, Rapsville freshman, Miles Minnick. Welcome, Miles. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me, man. It's my pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Are you ready to get into this? Absolutely, man. Let's go for it. All right, sweet. So, uh, first off, we wanted to know, uh, what was your first interaction with Christian hip-hop? So my first interaction with Christian hip hop is uh, it's very interesting. It's not the traditional story that you might hear. So for me, I was a secular artist. I was in the Bay Area being a you know, regular Bay Area street rapper. And this was my senior year of high school. And there was a talent show going on in my school. And I really wanted to win it. So I did some research and I found out that all of the judges for the talent show was Christian rap artists. I said, okay, if, if I'm going to win this talent show, then I'm gonna need to do some Christian rap music. So my first encounter with me doing Christian rap or with me experiencing Christian rap was me doing it to win the talent show. And that's actually a big part of my testimony because after that, like I encountered the Lord and he basically revealed to me I'm supposed to be doing that. And uh, yeah, fam, so it's a crazy story. So you were making your own music, secular music, and then you had this talent show did you did you come up with your own song or did you do a cover of someone else's song? It was my own song. Really? And you you still have it? I I do. It's on YouTube. <laughs> awesome. That's sweet. Um Thanks, man. So so you had this talent show. Um so we got to know did you win? Bro, I won. Oh, Yo, sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. Okay. So you, so you're like, all right, all right. I got to win this talent show. You go, you win the talent show, uh, naturally. So once you got into that, what was it like, you know, entering into this scene? You're like, all right, really just for the purpose of talent show, once you were there, were there artists that you were more drawn to than others? Yes. Oh, you mean as far as like in the genre or like the judges? Um, as far as like, so you you've discovered this this new area of of music. Um, yes. And so once you're intrigued, like whenever you, I guess at some point you would have had to look up other artists. Um, of course, yeah. Yeah. So like, who are who are some of the artists uh, that you were drawn to or who popped up on your radar first? Well, um, a few of them, but the the most prominent one in my life during that time was Dre the Flame. Trade okay. the flame. That's a I don't know if you guys game. have heard of him. Like you guys think I'm West Coast Christian rap. This guy, like he was out during the jerkin movement, like oh, 2012, shoot. 2013. Yeah. He had the most West Coast dance Christian rap. I mean, he was really rapping too. Like he was fire. Yeah. So I was drawn to him, and that was right after the talent show like my youth ministry that i was a part of would play his videos so that really like pushed me into the genre and then uh you know black knight he lived like like 30 minutes from me so i was like naturally drawn to his music as well okay and have now that you're making music and now that you're building uh, your own name for yourself have you had a chance to interact with these people who you grow up listening to Bro, absolutely, especially as of late, like the past six months, I've been I've been meeting all of them and not just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? My name is Miles. It's like they invite me out to perform with them or somebody introduces us and we like go out to dinner or something like that. Like it's getting crazy. Like last week, 
I was um, invited by Montel Fish to perform with him two days in a row. I don't know if you guys know who Montel Fish oh, is. Oh, I love him. Was, uh, what's, what's the tour he's doing? The Love Revival tour? Was that it? Yes, the Love Revival. Okay, we were at, shoot, what was the church's name? Do you remember? It was a L.A. one we went to. Yeah, we went to one of those in L.A. That was awesome. You know uh, Young C? Yes. Yeah, great dude. Yeah, that's my guy. He, he did, um, I think he did one of my social media challenges. He could really rap. He yeah. has so much talent. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was there. So, yeah, we, we absolutely know what you're talking about. So, what what's it like being around these people and actually getting to, to meet them in person? It's always amazing when you get to sit with the people you looked up to, you know, when there's a mutual respect there, you know, and, and it lets me know that I'm on the right track, you know, when the people that I admire start to admire me in return. So, and it's great to not have to, like, approach people to convince them that I'm dope. Like, if they already see it, you know, it's easier just to have a regular conversation and for us to do music together, you know, eventually. Yeah. So, so yeah, man, I love it. From the people that I've listened to, Christian Rap, you're one of the few artists from the Bay Area, and you do such an amazing job of blending Bay Area-type, like, rap and just beat writing. It's just amazing. So what's it like blending in West Coast rap and Christian Rap? Well, to be honest, it's like, it is what's naturally in me. You know, I have the Holy Spirit and I have Bay Area culture. Yeah. Now, when I say I have Bay Area culture, like I am a hyphy baby. Oh, yeah. You right. Are. Yeah. To, to make to make that plain, like I had the gold teeth. I had the dreads. I had the R.I.P. Mac Dre hoodies. I had the Jabos. Like I'm at the sideshows. I'm at the turf dances. I take the Bart every like this is my life, bro. So when God came in, that part of me didn't leave. You know what I mean? I just I just fuse it. So mm-hmm. what started, really what started it for me, um, besides the talent show, was me getting booked to perform at this secular award show in Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh yeah. is a city I'm from in the East Bay area, and I was the only Christian rap artist to perform there. And I went, I was one of the last acts to perform. And in the middle of my set, mind you, the sound equipment was doing good the whole time. In the middle of my set, the song cut off, and in the silence, a freestyle came out of me, and it became one of my biggest songs. It was Devil Wanna Run Up On Me, It's Bad. Like, hey. in the moment, I improvised that just naturally. It just came out of me, and it was so Bay Area. When I put the song out and everybody loved it, I naturally just, like, you know, just kept kept going with that out of that natural instinct moment. So it's crazy, man. I I love I love being able to to mix where I'm from. Yeah, man. You're who I love. You're such an inspiration in that area. So my brothers back home, they go to Fellowship Church in Antioch, and I was checking you out from that one song with uh, Joy Vontas on back. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they they say so they started checking out your music, and they're like, and it's just it's amazing. And it's just so hype. Hey, thanks, fam. Yeah. Thank you, fam. It's a, it's a blessing. It's a blessing for real. So the the stories of of you entering into the the talent show and then going and being a part of that festival and being in places where, like you just said, like you're the only Christian artist there. How is how is that added to your testimony? Or are there specific things that you think God was teaching you or or talking? talking to you about through those areas of your life or are there things right now that you're walking through uh with jesus um that that you're learning through uh, just your life and music yeah well i would say weekly the lord is is teaching me some type of lesson 
mm-hmm. right? I would say a few weeks ago, he was teaching me that destiny is difficult. And right now he's teaching me that um, accomplishments and what the world deems as success is extremely empty. It's empty. Yeah. Like now that I'm finally experiencing, you know, the what they would call clout or some notoriety or following and success, all of this kind of stuff, it it doesn't it doesn't hit like I thought it would hit. Like a lot of people will spend their whole lives chasing um, you know, a certain dream or a certain goal and they think that that would fulfill them, but it it's not it's not fulfilling. It leaves you. It leaves you empty. And the reason why it leaves you empty is because you think it's gonna fill you, but it's like eating air. You know what I mean? So even though I knew that Jesus is the only thing that can satisfy me, even though I knew that God is the only thing that can make me whole, um, it took me to get what I've been praying for to really realize that, like to experience that. Like wow, like this stuff isn't isn't what it's cracked up to be. And if I'm doing this for clout, then I'm gonna burn out. That's why, you know, being a Christian artist is, is it may resemble being a secular artist in terms of, of following and shows and touring, but the heart and motive has to be different. Amen. Yeah, that, that's some good stuff, man. That's that's some wisdom right there. Again, uh, you you talked about this, this talent show. I, I'm not necessarily trying to focus just on that, but it seems like that was a pivotal point in your life. Were you a Christian before that? So I was a, a baby Christian. Okay. A baby Christian. Yeah, I um I stumbled into a church when I was 16 years old. And um after that first time that I went, I started to go every single week in the talent show when I was, I was 17 years old. So it was fresh for me. Right. Okay, so Marcus Marcus was talking about his younger brothers. They're in the Bay Area. Um and really you're you're just an inspiration uh to them and and to a bunch of other people. I don't know how often you hear that or how often people are able to express uh, their thanks to you for that. But what what encouragement or motivation or wisdom would you have for people who, who are growing up in the same area that you grew up and dealing with the same things that you dealt with, um, whether they're, uh, they don't have a faith or whether they're, they're young in their faith? What would you say to them? Yeah, I would say – I would say a few things, but – the main thing that I would tell them is to submit to God early, mm-hmm. early. A lot of people, you know, the, the knee-jerk reaction when it comes to Christianity or, you know, following God is, oh, I'll do that when I'm 40. I'll do that when I settle down, get mm-hmm. married and have kids. But no, like God wants to use you while you are young. Like when you when you delay your relationship with God, you're you're almost delaying destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, you're delaying what he has for you. You know, so I would say follow God, you know, as soon as possible and do not be swayed by those who are around you. You have to be okay with being different because until the whole world gets saved, being a Christian is being different and being different is being a leader. So I could talk all day about, you know, my experiences, but I would tell them to follow God early. Don't be afraid to be different. And and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Be yourself in the process. Like God wants to to change our hearts, but He doesn't want to change our personality per se. Amen. Amen. That's man. some good stuff, right Dude. there. Dude. All right, man. Uh, so this year you were uh, nominated as a Rapsilla freshman. Do you want to speak on what that means to you and just how does it feel? It's crazy, bro. Like when I was younger, 
like around you know 2014 2015 you know i would look at rapzilla like this was the end all be all like oh my god rapzilla <laughs> it was like the christian rap bet you know and and now for me to be a part of it it's great it's awesome, you know, to be recognized for, for the work that I do, even though I don't do it to be recognized, but, you know, in the process of being obedient to God, it's, you know, you're going to be recognized for your servanthood somehow, but it's dope, man. It's dope. I'm getting a whole lot of, you know, looks now from people that wouldn't have noticed me before, you know, and, and Rapzilla's really been working with me over the past year, and it's just, it's dope. It's a good thing to put on my resume. And that was the perfect way to come into 2020, for sure. All right, so this year you dropped two songs with uh, one with 1K Few, Pluto, and uh, one with Joy Vontas, I'm Back. Which one was your favorite song? Huh. Well, that is a good question. That is a good question. So if I could be honest with you, I feel like the Lord sent me the Joy Vontas song just to boost the 1K Few song. Like... I was working on Pluto since September. Oh, wow. And, bro, when I mean working on it, I don't mean sitting on it, bro. I mean working, bro, <laughs> so much behind the scenes. And then Joey hit me at the very end of December, like, hey, let's do this song. And then we dropped it, like, two weeks later. And by me doing a song with Joey, it got me, like, heck of new followers yeah. and clout. And then for me to follow up with a Joey song, with the 1K Few song, it's like, oh, okay, it was the perfect storm. So uh, the Pluto song is my song, so I would have to say that that's my favorite. But I would say the I'm Back song was more fun because it was easier. All I had to do was record a verse and not have to, like... Bruh, for Pluto, I took flights to Damn. Atlanta <laughs> three times, bro. Three times in a month I was in Atlanta working on this song, putting money into all this kind of stuff. So... Pluto is my favorite, bro, because yeah. I had to work that thing. Yeah, dude, that music video is that music video was amazing to watch. The when you came in and like you were doing like the you're swinging and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, this guy is too much, man. He's he's hype, bro. Like, <laughs> like you do such a good job of encapsulating what like Bay Area culture is, and it's just so amazing to see that. Yeah, and I I, I got to be honest, I've been a a Joey Vantes fan for quite a while. And so he dropped this song, I'm Back, and then you were on it. And I think that was honestly one of the one of the first uh, major songs I heard coming from you. And I was like, dang, this guy is, he's legit. And then I was talking with Marcus, and then um, that song, and then Pluto, for sure, we were like, okay, if we can get a chance, we'd love to talk with this guy. We're starting up this podcast thing. Um, but hearing hearing you go up with one of my favorite artists, and then coming out, and making a song with 1K Few, that was just back to back. Like that was just legendary. Hearing that, and then also hearing that, hearing the process of you spending so much time on Pluto with 1K Few, and then um, Joey Vanta is kind of just popping up out of nowhere and asking you to do this. Um, it, to me, at least, that seems pretty evident that that God is is using you in all the right ways. Um, and it, it seems like you're aware of that. Um, but I hope that we can encourage you uh, with with that as well. That that we see that, um, and and we we love to uh, engage with artists um, who have clear signs of like, okay, God is working y- and using them through their music and through their ministry and through their life. So yeah, I, I I just hope that you can take that encouragement. Yeah. Wow, man. Thank you so much for that, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So our next 
question is, what does the future hold? <laughs> well, I wish I could give you a clear-cut answer. But I do think about the future a lot, and I do plan for it. You know, I'm a firm believer that God will give you a vision, but it's up to you to work for it. Mm -hmm. I go by this 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 um this slogan, if you will. It, it's a uh, pray like it's up to God, work like it's up to you, right? Mm, so, so for me, my future, bro. Like I am not just a rapper. So when people ask me what do I do, I say three things: music, movies, and ministry. Although it all falls under the umbrella of ministry, it's just a good way to describe what I'm passionate about. So music. Um, I'm going to start a record label uh, within the next few years. I see myself being the next Lecrae. I don't see me just being an artist that fizzles away um, based on what I have in my heart and what the Lord has revealed to me. What he's going to do in my life is not going to be small. And that may sound arrogant or whatever, but no, I just I know who I am and I have a pretty good sense of what I'm called to do. So so Amen. that and as well. I'm an actor, and I've done a, four films, and I want to get into that more. So picture me being like a Lecrae mixed with a Will Smith. <laughs> That's Frank. dangerous right there. It's a dangerous combo. <laughs> but wait a minute. Mixed with Pastor Mike Todd. Oh, okay. What can't you do, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to be a, a youth pastor. At that same church I went to when I was 16, I came in that church high on drugs, and the Lord mm -hmm. saved me, and I became the youth pastor in that church, wow. and I would I would preach every single week for years, and it's never left me, and I believe the Lord is going to give me a church one day, too, like, like senior pastor, you know, mm -hmm. and so we'll see what he does, but it's not going to be small. I don't know if you guys believe in the prophetic like, you know, people come in and hear from the Lord in regards to your life, but oh, I have many that. prophetic words over my life, and all the prophecies say the same thing in different ways. It's like, you're going to impact thousands of young people globally, you're going to be famous for God, da -da 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 -da, all of this stuff. So what's coming, bro, is uh, it's going to be good. What you just said, amazing, and I can't wait to see what's next for you, man. But in this summer, you you're selected as an artist to perform in Summerfest LA 2020. What, what does that mean to you? It means everything, bro. I'm super grateful because, like, for those of the listeners that don't know, that's at the Bank of California Stadium. Yeah. It has a capacity of 22,000 people. And that's a Christian rap event. And it means a lot to me because... This event announced that they were, you know, open for auditions and for artists to submit. And I procrastinated and I missed the submission deadline. But through God's grace, I was doing an interview in Atlanta and the, the CEO of the company that's running the event was watching the interview. And he told the interviewers, like, I want him. Give me his information. I'm going to put him on the show. That's so. Awesome. Yeah, regardless of me missing the deadline, they still put me on, and they fly me out. They put me in a hotel and all of this. Like, I don't deserve none of this, but it's, it's dope, man. It's the biggest stage of, you know, 
that I've ever been a part of. We're we're excited for you, man. I uh, I don't know necessarily what our summer plans are. Um, there's a chance I may be in LA, uh, staying here um, over summer, and so that would be that'd be super legit if I could if I could go to that and and get to see you and um, all the other artists there. So so this show, I don't know if 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 you've listened to the other two podcasts that we have out so far or not, but. Essentially, uh, run it back. Uh, our our whole mission here is essentially there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of new Christians, non Christians, uh, Christians who are you know they they've been walking in their faith for a long time, and you ask them about hip hop music, and then they're like, oh, well, you know, there's just not really many artists out there um, who you know who glorify Jesus through their music and stuff. And, and we're always like, we're like, what the heck, man? Like, you just haven't looked. And so really the whole point of this podcast is is to shine the light on people who are living out the gospel um, through their life. As you just said, you're not just an artist. And, and we want to recognize that with all the people who come on the show um, and who we with. Kind of like if, if someone was to listen to this show and they're like, oh, Miles Minnick, okay, I'm going to check this guy's music out. But if you had like one central message to say to someone who says, oh, who's this Miles Minnick guy, right? What what would you say that is? I'm somebody after God's own heart. I'm a, I'm a young man from the Bay Area who wants to see his generation get closer to God, you know, and I want to help my generation do that through the gifts God has given me. That's probably a lot. You probably weren't looking for all of them words, but, you know. No, that's great. That, that's exactly what we wanted to hear. Okay, so uh, is there anything else that that uh, you you'd want to tell anyone um, who's who's new to your music or anything else like that? I would say if you support my music, you're a part of Glow Nation. You got hey. the glow. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, for those of you guys who don't know, um, in the summer of last year, I released a song called The Glow, and it became more than a song. It became it became a movement. You know, everywhere that my team and I go, they call us the the Glow Crew, mm-hmm. and they call me they call me Little Glow Crew. Hey. <laughs> and um, and every time I address my following, I call them Glow Nation. Yeah. And um, the glow represents everybody having a light inside of them, a potential, a calling, a purpose. And as you tap into what God has for you, that light is flicked on and you get to shine forth and be who God has called you to be. So Glow Nation, stand up. That's awesome. What what we're trying to make a tradition on this show is um, everyone who we talk with, we're trying to uh, pray with them. And then that's kind of how we want to we wanna end our shows um, is in prayer. Because really, I mean, honestly, that's the focus. Um is is Jesus um, and living that and living that life that glorifies Him, um, whether that's through music um, or uh, you know podcasts or, or whatever that is. So right now, uh, if if you're good with that, um, we're gonna we're gonna pray for you. Amen. All right, Jesus, uh, I thank you so much uh, for this opportunity to talk with Miles Minnick. Um, it's evident that his heart is on fire for you. Um, and God, we ask that you would order his steps um, as as he continues to work, whether that's through music or movies uh, or, or ministry in the sense of getting involved in a church um, and, and speaking to the younger generation. Um, God, we, we ask that you would put people in his life who would continue to challenge him, continue to love him, um, and continue 
to just be there for him and surround him with with this uh, amazing community um, that you create. Um, so, God, again, we, we thank you so much for the energy um, and the passion and the wisdom uh, that you have put inside uh, Miles here. Um, and we ask that you continue to bless and, and walk with him uh, in his ministry. We thank you and we love you. Amen. 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 Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, man. So we'd like to thank Miles Minnick for being on our show today. Go make sure to check out his music. Uh, he's got Pluto out. He's got I'm Back out. And go... Uh, Run up his Instagram, follow, like, and just make sure just to support him, man. He's truly a light to the Bay Area, and let's just let's just help him glow up, bro. So thank you for listening to Run It Back. I'm your host, Marcus DeWall, with my co-host, Jonathan Hall, and good night. <laughs>